Hey everybody, thanks for downloading another episode of the Black and Gold Podcast. This is a post-game edition in, in more than one way. It's a special edition of the post-game edition, uh, brought to you by Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. And of course, they provide professional commercial real estate services in the Boone area and are licensed to work everywhere in the state of North Carolina. They provide sales, leasing, consulting, and appraisal services to owners and users of commercial real estate. So you don't even have to want to buy a plot of land or a factory or sell a factory. If you're in the world of commercial real estate, they can help you. And if you want more information about this and their services, go to their website, AppalachianCRE.com. And the best way to get a hold of President James Milner of Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. Charles, what's that number to call or text for a Blue Bubble Chat? A Blue Bubble Chat, 828-719-0408. There you go. I'm your host, uh, the Black and Gold Podcast, Alex Johnson. With me, as always, the world's most famous App State fan. He is Big C. Big C, we're doing a little something special, talking a little, uh, um, talking about beating a team that's um, Southeast Alabama and then um, playing a football game in Southeast Alabama, football, basketball. But we're going to kick things off with with football. But um, a really, really exciting, emotional weekend um, for App State sports. Uh, I Unlike any other, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Saturday was obviously tough. Um, I, don't, I don't think the scoreboard really reflects the way the game was played for the majority of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a, you know, but then Sunday was the perfect cure, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting to play at, uh, Auburn in the home center uh, was 7,000 plus there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and leading, they only leave for like 30 minutes or something like that, AJ. Yeah. I mean, this this wasn't mm-hmm. like, I think what people were going to think is that there was this, this was a big, huge upset. But honestly, mm-hmm. like, this is the game that we, we played our game and we mm-hmm. didn't play out of our minds either. Mm-hmm. Um, we played what we play. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a different little, little twist to this. Um, probably going to spend a lot of time on basketball, right? <laughs> uh, just by, just by nature. Um, yeah. but we'll get through the hard part too. Uh, which yeah. is which is obviously very hard. Yeah. Um. And, and real quick, we're actually going to have Miles Tate join us just for a little bit. You know, we you know when we have guests on, it usually is <coughs> for a longer period of time. But um, you know, Miles played so well in in that game and had, I think, probably the, the biggest shot of the night. Um, really putting that game ahead. It was one possession game, and his big three point shot with thirty seconds left really is what kind of solidified it. Like, wow, we're we're not crumbling here. We're, we're putting points on the board. We're, we're stretching that lead. So miles will join us here at the end, but I um, want to talk about this. Um, gosh, this is why is this so weird, Charles? So like, I mean, we played a conference championship game this weekend. And if you had asked us, you know, a month ago at this point, like, Hey, cause at this point, so a month ago, we were playing exactly one month ago, we were playing uh, Marshall and we played, played uh, lights out especially on defense. And we're like, holy smokes, this is a this is a big leap forward. So this was really at the beginning of us really changing the way we played. And even at that point, the thoughts of a conference championship really weren't like real at that point. But we go face a really good Troy team, an 11-2 and Troy team. Uh, I think their losses – was I know to James Madison they lost, I think, 16-14, to right, in September. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they did drop one to Kansas State. But besides that, Troy has been – 
lights out this year, 11 and 2, 7 and 1 in conference, obviously. And just to kind of kick things off here, Charles, I was at the game. Um, you certainly saw more replays and slow motion stuff than than I did. I was I was standing out there in a game that man, I, I don't I don't know if I've ever been part of a game where it rained and stopped and rained and stopped and rained and stopped. It probably 10 different times. It rained, put on the poncho, stopped, you know, take the pull the poncho down or whatever. Um but I, my take is, man, honestly, for for three quarters, this was a super even football game. Uh, both teams playing well, and it really came down to enormous plays um, and turnovers that really put the game out of reach. But all in all, I'm so proud of how the team fought to the end, but that score does not adequately reflect how the game really felt for the most part. Uh, I think the way I described this to a lot of people was a game where stuff happens. Uh, and I don't know if that's if that's the best way to put it, but that's yeah. what I've repeated to multiple people who have, you know, wanted to speak about it. Um, luckily, everyone at work, you know, the, you know, the, the doom doomsday Monday um, mm-hmm. <laughs> work crowd. What happened on Saturday? Luckily, Auburn took care of that uh, <laughs> today. But but no. Um, it was, I'm, I'm going to complain a little bit, AJ, because you mentioned sure. the rain and, and we'd like to talk about weather. Um, I felt like I like to talk about weather. Pardon me. Um, <laughs> I felt like every time I like noticed it on TV, I was like, of course, we had the ball. It's pouring. Um, <laughs> and then when they had the ball, I was like, look at that. Not coming down at all. <laughs> Are you saying God uh, is a Troy fan? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I don't know. but And I'm sure <laughs> it was probably not the case. It was just how I noticed things as I was yeah. watching the game. That's interesting. Uh, but I, I really believe, like you saw teams, like both these teams like felt each other out in the first quarter, right? Zero, yeah. zero. Mm-hmm. Not a lot going on. Not a lot of first downs to be had. Uh, you know, it was exactly where we wanted it to be uh, in the third quarter. And to use a terrible pun, I thought the floodgates opened really. Uh, but mm-hmm. that, I thought there was like nine plays in this game that lost us the game. And I, I talked to some people who who said they're like there was three plays. I was like, no, there was like three times as many as those. And so for me, it was like we're missing like blitz pickups, um, completely waving at at to to the better ends in the league. You know, like just getting free shots at Joey. We hadn't done that really all year long. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the tough, the tough like um, grounding play that Joey mm-hmm. had. Or the ball clearly slips out of his hands. Um, you know, you, you don't play in the rain. I guess was it the worst? Was it worse than Carolina? You were at the Carolina game, right? That was the other. It game was worse. Yeah, it was worse yeah. than Carolina game. It, yeah. looked, it looked like it. Yeah, and so that's, that's something that we can't replicate, <laughs> right? In December in Boone, and so how do you change that? Well, you go seven and one, and not six and two, and you go and host. Um, so. You got an, a, a muggy, <laughs> weird 69, 70 degree day, and it's raining. Yeah. And we hadn't seen that in a while, right? Um, we play, you know, we've been playing in, you know, basically late fall. Um, and it's a lot different down there at this time of the year. It's not a complaint. It's not an excuse. I'm just saying it's a fact. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those things. And um, I felt like we just were just a little bit off. Um, I think we, we kind of telegraphed the fourth and one play call out of a timeout. Um, where, where we it was fourth and one. I, there was people at the game who texted me and said, "Is that close?" And I'm like, "No, it's not. Not even. Didn't even look necessarily close." Yeah. A lot of people. I think you even mentioned it to me. Right, the spots were terrible. 
mm-hmm. um, all game long. I think Adam mentioned it on the radio. Um, but I mean, we were there, but you know, when, when the floodgates really came, you know, open, it was just, it was just looked bad and it was just like a bunch of little different things. Yeah. I still, I'm still going to call that DPI or that OPI off of Thunderbird. He didn't get put on his tail like that without some help. And I don't think and we hadn't seen him do that all year long. Right. Yeah. Um, he doesn't, he hadn't got his feet tripped up. He didn't slip on the turf. Um, but I mean, those are the plays you've got to overcome and we yeah. didn't put them in position to make those same types of mistakes. Um, you know, it, it was, it was really tough that, that, that personal foul on, on the long snapper, uh, we could have the ball at the nine yard line. We get backed up and then we have to kick a field goal. And I was like, that is a dagger. Um, you talking about with, uh, Augie Drews right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. The long snapper on the, when they bought the punt, they bought the punt. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And we yeah, showed yeah, the ball yeah. at the nine yard line and we right, backed right, us right, up right. and we couldn't get in the end zone. Right, that right. was, that was huge. Very, very huge. Cause that was a big momentum spot. Yeah. And, and, you know, tight end jump off. I mean, that's fine. I mean, that, that happens, but I didn't think it was the worst thing. It was, it was not a great play. It was well, so, result, so that but. moment I'll, I'll tell you in the, in the stadium, it, it was that, that moment that, um, I guess it's August Drews or Augie. I thought, I thought people call him Augie, but, uh, 89 when he, when he jumped off sides there at, at fourth and one, um, it just felt like that was the next natural progression in the next big play that put us, you know, back into it, back on top. And that was kind of taken from us. It, 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 and ultimately it's the great unknown because we don't know what's going to happen. Like that, that run with uh, the castle getting stuffed on that, um, on that fourth down play. You had Eli Wilson, just nobody around him. And that felt like that was probably, uh, was, and I don't know. I don't know what the play design was. I didn't have headphones on, but certainly looked like an RPO, you know. <sighs> Oh man, I, I tell you that, that that was a that was a first down and then some. And um, but I mean that, but there are a million of those plays back and forth throughout the game. You, you hate to pinpoint just one, but sure, uh, that, yeah. That, yeah. It, there, there wasn't, but again, like it didn't feel like we made them make mistakes. Right. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, I, I agree, and they didn't. And in, in, in Troy, their defense I thought was great. You know, Joey got sacked five times. I'm with you on the pass protection thing on both of those, especially the first one. That that first. That first strip, that first fumble was just there on top of Joe. He didn't see it. Just the, the blocking wasn't there. And um, look, it's tough. I mean, they have really good defensive ends. They have they have good athletes there on on defense. And um, they stripped it. And, and like, what are you going to do? And then that happened again um, later in, later in the uh, fourth quarter. Um, so th- they're a good team. And that, that's one the other way. The other thing is, too, I mean, I, I, I got to give props to, to Coach Sloan and, and this entire – really everybody, everybody on this team for the turnaround and, and just playing better on defense. But I think one thing that was exposed in this game was the fact that part of why we have gone out of, you know, the, the vaunted you know, star package is because we're just a little light at linebacker in terms of just firepower and just stopping power. And so we had to trade some of that for increased speed and increased coverage. Well, bro, Kamani Vidal, dude, I mean, that dude was not exactly easy to tackle. I mean, he was so fast and so strong. Um, were there he a couple look times fast though? Like he doesn't look fast, like on tape to me. Right. Well, uh, he, he was. And I, I mean, think, he, and, I, and I think it's more their offensive line than anything, especially late. You got a lot of yards late, certainly. Well, um, but you know, when we were got four down line and they're you know got seven and eight on the line, you know, we we're not, and we can't match up, you know, and they knew yeah. exactly that. They had us where they wanted us. Is that yeah. I felt like they made better adjustments throughout the game to 
how the game played out, which was which was I think a really big deal because this 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 game yeah. was it's going to be this like chess match until it's not right. And as soon yeah. as someone got as soon as like we you know that we had that penalty, we have to kick a field goal, and now we're going back on defense and still playing from behind when we when we you know lost a great opportunity. Um, that's kind of where it went, you know. That's when we were really truly behind it. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I, you know, it's it's funny, you know, Vidal has all these yards. He you know had a great, you know, it's it's perfect situation for someone like him to play in a game where there's that steady intermittent drizzle rain, whatever you want to call it, um, because it's not easy to tackle when it's yeah. a little wet, and it's not easy to be as fast as you were when your pads are wet and your jersey's wet and your shoes are wet, and it's just a completely – they were just better mutters than we are. We were not a great mutter team, if you know what I mean. Like, if you're talking about horse racing, um, that that's just what they were better at compared to us. We were a little bit more of a finesse team, a little bit yeah. more of a pass team, and it's just something that we weren't great at all year long. You know, yeah. we we averaged 2.6 yards, you know, per, um, per carry. If you want to go between – Kanye and Anderson and, and Nate, it's you know it's a little below five, and that's about where we were all year long. I mean, it's it's kind of what it was. Um, a lot of that's you know negative yards from Joey from the fumbles and all that and, and the sacks, but um, that just wasn't who we were. We didn't run anybody over last year. We didn't run anybody over this year. Uh, we ran on certain teams, but not on everybody. Right. I, I think I think it's spot on. Um, the mutter comment that that's very interesting because I. As, you know, it's funny. I saw Marcus Cox at, at the basketball game yesterday. It was really cool seeing him. And um, that's like the first thing he said about the game. He's, he was like, uh, well, uh, that run back's pretty good, isn't he? I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty strong. And um, I, I, Charles, I think you're, I think you're exactly right. Um, when you, when you talk about the finesse, the speed versus um, we, we've matched up really well against different opponents being that way. And it's not going to be like that way forever. I mean, part of why you recruit and right now it's the silly season of, of transfer portals and all this stuff and like what's going on. But, um, but man, Troy had a good team, man. I, I don't know. There, there's really not a whole lot else to say. They had a good team. We turned the ball over. Um, the, the pass protection kind of gave up on enough plays that, that got some turnovers there and, and we lost, man. It, it got ugly in a hurry, but I, I want to say this, like I'm really encouraged by you know sitting right there behind the players and i don't i don't always get to sit behind the player our players bench i'm always on the visit the visitor side uh but man seeing those guys never quit never quit body language was fantastic brandon brendan harrington absolutely just going nuts on his guys and watching them respond to him and and seeing just every coach greenall everybody in their element focused on that game and, and playing hard you know Oof, one of those back-breaking touchdowns and you're like, man, it is over. It's over. Like mathematically, like we're not coming back from this, but um, still love the attitude of this team and, and going forward one to, you know, obviously we're now playing in the Cure Bowl and, um, you know, and, and going through that. Um, Charles, are you going to the Cure Bowl? I am going to the Cure Bowl. There you go. Got everything figured out today. Kind of some of it yesterday. Um, so, yeah. Um I'll see everybody down there on Saturday. Well, can't be there Friday, unfortunately. But uh, I'll be flying in on game day, which will be kind of weird. I've done um, that once. It's kind of weird. So have you have you uh, have you looked into Miami, Ohio at all? Just a little bit. Do we want to get into this just like a touch? 
<laughs> do we? What about him? What, what do you got? What do you got for? I know I haven't. So what's up? Strong, de- strong defense. Okay. Uh, not much of an offense, but a strong defense. And then again, you know, you got you got some mutters. You know, you, you play that Mac. You play that cold. You play that that. Um, you're playing in the snow on, like on random Wednesdays in November. Um, they they uh, they beat Toledo in the MAC championship. They lost Toledo at on their homecoming earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't score a lot of points. We don't give them up either. So they're really strong in the middle. So uh, we got to find a way to beat a team that we just didn't. You know, um, I would I would say that Miami Ohio kind of looks like the Troy of the MAC if if we must. Oh, um, okay. I mean that. that that it they just look strong and there's a lot of poor to Mac teams and that could be, you know, kind of resemble what Troy sees in the West of the Sun Belt. And and so, you know, I, I think it will be a tough game. I think it'll be kind of an underrated game. It kind of it might be one of those nasty games. And uh much as I hate to say it, if 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 we can get, you know, good your your good Florida weather, AJ, right? On our <laughs> side, then I think yeah. we'll be okay. If we can get our speed you know, they have the ability to get out there and do it, then I think we'll be fine. You know what? Um, I am just now realizing in looking at um, looking at the standings, I had no idea that they were 11-2. and two. I had no idea that uh, Miami, Ohio was 11-2 and, two and, and had that good chance. season. You know, it's uh, – when we played Ohio, they weren't the max chance. When we played Toledo twice, they were. They were. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so this will be our fourth. Am I doing this right? Yeah, it'll be our fourth stab at fourth a fourth Mac a, team. Um, Mac team, yeah. And uh, and they're all from Ohio. How about that? How about that? How about it? Um, so you know, I mean, we're going to talk a lot more on Wednesday. So we're recording this on a Monday night because we just couldn't get, <laughs> couldn't make it happen on, on on Sunday with the Auburn game and everything else. But uh, we'll. I mean, there's portal news, there's NIL news, <laughs> and all this stuff, and. We are going to get into that, but now is not the time. But um, just to put a bow on on the conference championship game, Charles. Any, I mean, people watched the game. Um, Troy's defense definitely ended up getting to us, and um, they pulled away obviously on some on some key turnovers. But we have, you know, some we have have our special guest Miles Tate uh, warming up in the bullpen here, so um, we'll be ready for that. But is there anything else to talk about regarding the the game down in Troy on Saturday? Let's talk about happy times. Let's talk about happy times. And, of course, uh, we played Auburn on Sunday. Um, thankfully, I was able to make the trip. Shout out John Marco Tamburi for traveling with me and uh, seeing history, really. Um, 69-64, App State beats Auburn in the home center to a packed crowd. So we're going to bring in Miles Tate here in a second. Let's see if we can put him in here. Let's see. He's got his microphone muted. Miles, you got your microphone muted. You know, There we go. How you doing, man? Yeah, baby. Yeah. Going? We got you. And we're great. How was walkthrough? It was good. It was good. We're ready. Now you're not running through walkthrough. We're just walking. We're crawling. We're we're skipping. Yeah, we we're, we're just... we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so I, I said this to you earlier, man, but man, congratulations on really for you and the team and everybody, but congratulations for just a huge historic day on Sunday. I can't I can't imagine how you feel. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. It's a great feeling for our team. So uh, I want to know, what, what was the preparation like for playing Auburn versus all the other teams that you've played on your schedule? Uh, 
really like what we did was we stood to our principles and we practiced the same way we always do, but we just knew that we was gonna have to turn it up a notch uh, come game time and make sure we were sharp all week and you know we gotta play aggressive because they played aggressive. So we prepared the same way. What was different? What was different about Auburn versus um, maybe some other teams? Uh, I would definitely say size at all positions. And, uh, you know, they were a really athletic team. And that's probably the most aggressive defensive team we played. And uh, we tried to use it against them. And you did. You did. Go ahead, Charles. So, Miles, I mean, did you feel like like playing the ETSU game was a little bit of a warm-up as far as size is concerned? I mean, like, ETSU was long and, and, and you know – but lean, where Auburn's a little thicker. Uh, were there any similarities? Is that just me talking? or? No, it's definitely some similarities. Just the way they play, they both play hard. They both like uh, hard-nosed playing teams. And uh, the way we had to match the intensity was definitely similar because they came in and kind of punched us in the mouth, and Auburn did the same thing. So I think this is what everybody wants to know, right? <laughs> you go down 17-9, and I think Coach calls timeout. He doesn't like calling timeouts then. Um, <laughs> we, we've watched him enough to know that he likes to fight through it, right? What can you tell us that would not compromise F State basketball or how we <laughs> everyone feels about Dustin Kearns? Uh, he just told us. <laughs> he just told us to, uh, we got to pick it up. We got to wake up. Like if, if we came out playing like that any other game, then we want. That's not what we want to do. That's not how we play uh, basketball, man. He just asked us what we're going to do. We're going to lay down on fight, and we just had to pick it up. So, you know, Justin Abson is probably, you know, I think it's pretty pretty much safe to say that one of the best, if not the best, you know, defender, especially around the rim on on, on the team. The fact that, man, he, he got in foul trouble earlier. I'm not going to ask you to comment on the referees. I'm going to – we can comment on the referees. I don't want you to get fined, <laughs> right? I, I just You're just here so you don't get fined, right, like Marshawn Lynch. But so. – what what was going through your mind or or experiencing like hey man that's like it's like a shot blocker big rebounder that that's like a huge part of this this team's uh, defense is a huge asset on defense what was it like what was going through your mind seeing him having to come out a little earlier not playing as many minutes yeah I definitely love when Je- uh, when Justin on the court like uh, he's a, a great presence down low in the middle he can control the paint block shots and get rebounds but when he came out of the game with foul trouble. I just trust my other bids, trust everybody else. Even if we had to go small, we trust each other that we were going to box out, try to get rebounds, and, you know, just play small at times. Like, uh, we practice it all the time, playing with four guards, and we just had to go out there and execute. I felt like you, you saw the to- same thing against Austin P. They were a little bit longer team. I think we intentionally went small, and we looked better kind of playing small to me. So Miles yeah, is agreeing. Uh, I like the small ball lineup. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of movement on offense, and we can get out and run. Like, and I don't think people like running with us. No, I don't. So that, that's the other thing um, I wanted to get into. I mean, it just felt like with the way that Coach Kearns approaches, you know, how he approaches the game. It's, I mean, you got to play defense. Like, there, there's nobody. If you're not going to play defense, you're not going to play. Period. And not a lot of guys, you know, some some guys, you know, out there are athletic, they like scoring, they, they like that side of it. But, I mean, if you're going to play for Coach Kearns at Appalachian State, man, you got to play defense. It looked like Auburn at some point was like, I had enough of this. These guys are fighting a little. They're, they're being a little extra pesky, especially on, on the defensive side. You know, they weren't letting them get uh, second chances. 
how, how did you, what, what was your experience going through that? And did you sense like, Hey man, we're, we're kind of getting on these guys nerves. Like they're, they're, they're getting frustrated. Yeah. Like I, I sent them second guessing their shots. Like on film, we watched them. They were real comfortable and getting to their spots and they just looked well oiled on offense. And we just wanted to bother them. Like in any way we could, whether that's poking at the ball or getting through screens harder than usual or just bother them. So to where they haven't seen this year. So we just try to just be aggressive and, and bring the fight to them instead of them bringing it to us. Absolutely. And you guys really didn't back down from that. And you've done such a good job because, you know, going from being the starting lineup and being that first guy really off, you, mean, you played 26 minutes, uh, five of eight from the field, and just a huge part of that fourth quarter, especially, you know, down the stretch. Uh, what's your approach to that? What's, what's your approach to uh, – being one of those pieces that, hey, when when I, my number's called, I need to get in there and and do exactly what the team needs to um, needs from me at that moment. Yeah, uh, for me, it's just about making winning plays. Like if I'm starting or coming off the bench or whatever, whatever my team needs, I'm gonna try to bring it when I come in and kind of coming off the bench, give me time to watch and see what's going on before I get in. So when I get in, I know exactly what I'm looking at, uh, what what kind of look I'm gonna get or what my teammates gonna be. So. It's kind of good for me both ways. I, I think something that's very interesting, at least for the first part of this season, Miles, is that at, you know in games where you've um, entered, you know, didn't start. Let's say that. I, hate, I hate saying come off the bench. It sounds terrible. Like it's just kind of negative. Like, <laughs> games where you didn't start, it doesn't mean you're not an impact player, right? right sure. With with, yeah. with Jordan Marsh, like, do you feel like you're kind of a little teacher pupil out there? Because I see y'all talk a lot, and he looks like he's he's got that quickness. He can get things done. Like, give me a little scouting report on Jordan Marsh. When he come in the game, some electric about to happen. Like every time, and every time he touches the ball, he a threat. So that's what makes him the most dangerous to me. And he's not afraid like of nobody, and he's not afraid to make no type of play because that's just like, that player he is, type of person he is. And I just trust him with the ball, and he trusts me with the ball. So we always on the same page. Mm. So y'all think y'all got a good thing going, like? When y'all run together, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and he's only going to get better. I mean, I mean, both of you guys, obviously, that's yeah. that's how athletes are supposed to be. But this dude's this is his first year playing college basketball, and uh, I think he's got some good role models. I mean, but, you know, you, Xavion, and Jordan on on if you guys are ever on the court at the same time, there's just so much speed and athleticism. I mean, other athletes too, but just from just a pure speed factor, it's fun watching you guys. One of the one of the things that we've been talking about for years, especially since coach Kearns has gotten here, especially since that point is just how important it is for fans, especially students and, and folks that live in Boone locally. Cause you know, you're not always going to get people from Charlotte or Raleigh, you know, just to, you know, or Spartanburg to drive up uh, for a game on a, on a Tuesday night or a Thursday night, but it's really, really important to consistently put people in the stands to make noise and to impact the game. I mean, I'd love to hear from a player's perspective, how did the crowd impact the game on Sunday? Yeah, that, the crowd played a big part. And I feel like Auburn wasn't expecting for it to be like that. And they didn't expect for our crowd to be that rowdy. But, uh, I mean, honestly, I that's what that's what I expected when I was coming here and I heard that game was going to be on the schedule. I, I knew it was going to be like this because it's a big game. It's a huge game. So, uh, for us as players, like, that's everything to us, like, we make a play, we hear the crowd, we're going to make another play because it's got the momentum. So that's a big part of what we do. 
Did you, um, I mean, are you, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to accuse you of anything, but are you a trash talker? Are you out there trading barbs with guys? Or you just keep your head down? What, what's your, what's your style? Yeah, I talk. I only talk when somebody say something to me though. I don't really, okay. I don't really start it. I just, you know, I just finish it. <laughs> uh, was there any trash talk going on? Um, looked like it there. Got a little chippy there for a second. Yeah, it definitely was not trash talk from from the tip off. Was that really before tip off? Before tip off, Auburn was. Yeah. You know, this is one of those weird games. You kind of get in a little earlier because they're hey, it's going to be a lot of people versus normal, and you know, hopefully that can be a more normal occurrence. But uh, I could see it from them. I could see it from Auburn. They were hyped to be in that atmosphere as well, and uh, that has to like pick y'all up, right? Yeah, I feel like if you're an athlete and you come in that gym and you're not hyped, then something wrong with you. Like, <laughs> you, you can't be not hyped to play in that game on both sides, like from Auburn or from us. Like that's just a big time environment to play in. But at the same time, you know, I just pure body language. I, I just didn't see you guys flinch at all. I mean, not at all, not even a little bit. And um, I think you guys have different. You, you guys have a lot of pieces from different um, angles. You know, got Donovan Gregory, who's been there for 17 years. I mean, old man Donovan Gregory, you're there, right? You're coming from a different school. You have Trayvon. He's coming from a different route, right? So you guys have different backgrounds, and it's like you all came together on that court, and it didn't matter that they – yeah, they were long. Everybody – walk in the gym, you saw they were bigger. You saw they were bigger and longer. Like, everybody saw that. But, dude, the the quickness and the intensity that you guys had from the start to the beginning um, – start to the end, rather – and you just matched them blow for blow. And even after a while, I'd say, dude, you know, I, they, they kind of, you know, were kind of chipping back there towards the end until you hit that three-point shot there with 30 seconds left. But, man, they were kind of like down a little bit. It felt like, I mean, they were in the game. They were playing, right? Um, but you, you said from the beginning that they were getting a little chippy. Like, I don't want you to, like, I don't want you to break any sort of, like, code or athlete code or whatever. But can you give us an example of maybe, like, what was going on, what was being said, or, like, how, how that stuff gets started? Uh, I could just tell by their body language that they wasn't – they underestimated us, like, just from the jump, just from, mm. like, warm-ups. Like, they dancing on the logo, and, like, they got their headphones mm. in, like, like not taking stuff serious. And we over here locked in, like, we about to play a, a huge game, and they, they not taking it serious. So I'm pretty sure that gave us an edge. Well, me personally, and we talked about it after the game too. Like, we weren't going to let that go down like that. So You said you talked about that before the game? Yeah. It's before and so, after. Yeah. So is that is that something oh. is that something you guys kind of just hey look look at that you or you guys just kind of stay in your silent everybody can see it it's obvious. Yeah, I mean, everybody seen what they was doing, but we didn't really like say nothing. We just gave each other that look like y'all see what's going on. Like you know what we got to do. So and after the game, that's when we kind of talked to each other and and came back and said we we did what we had to do. Yeah, I was going to, you know, I would say, like, what did they say in the handshake line? But there, I don't think there was a handshake line. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we didn't get to shake hands at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you couldn't because, you know, everybody stormed the court. You guys got mobbed a little bit. Yeah. Was that your, yeah, um, exactly. how many uh, court storms have you been a part of? That was my second. That was my second, yeah. Well, uh, what was we the had one? one at Butler. We beat um, Xavier at home. Uh, last okay. year, so was, but this one was better, right? I mean, without without being, yeah, not, one, not even close. This one was this one was better for sure, like for sure. Of course, and that, you're gonna say that no matter what. That's awesome. That's what we're gonna do here. <laughs> yeah. It was better no matter what. For sure. 
Awesome. So do you have a lot of friends and family at the game? I know you're uh, you're a Spartanburg guy. Is that right? Spartanburg. Had lots of friends and family at the game? Yeah, I had my folks at the game. My uh, mom, dad, brother, sister was at the game. So, Did you guys – did you make any predictions for the game? Like, hey, guys, we're – gonna win this game any any, any like babe ruth call shot them, moments yeah i told him back in march last well not march april last year when i came on the visit i said if i come here we're gonna win this love it how does it how does it feel knowing uh that three-pointer you hit with 33 seconds left is probably going to be played thousands of times over on hype yeah, videos etc yeah it's just like something you dream of, dream of as a kid, just putting a dagger in a team like that, like that's just a shot you practice in the driveway. Like, was that what you were expecting in that you know that final possession, or was it that you just got? I mean, you, the guy covered you pretty good. I mean, he was on mm-hmm. you. I mean, you you rose up above him, or was it just a quick decision, or was that the play from the start? Uh, we wanted to go to Don and let him create, and uh, everybody else be ready to make a play off him. But he trusted me. He wanted me to go with it. So he swung to me and told me to make a play. Like, that's just the trust we got with each other. Like, the play could call for him, but he wanted me to go. So I just had to make a play. You look man, so comfortable fantastic. up there. It, it, down down the stretch, man, you look so comfortable out there and even hitting your free throw shots there at the end. But you seem like the kind of guy, and this might be cliche and obvious or whatever, but you seem like the kind of guy that you like pressure. Is that true? Do you like being that guy? Yeah, I like I like being the guy that, they, they, that everybody count on. You should have seen everybody. So everybody's listening to this. They're not watching, but you should have seen like the, the little, the foxy like smirk. grin that uh, yeah yeah <laughs> that Miles just yes. had. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I tell you, man, because Charles is right. Like you, it wasn't like you had a wide open shot there. You know, it wasn't like you just were like they caught you wide open. You hit it and you had a little time. Like you pulled the trigger, and um, that's really what felt like to me. I'll ask you when that happened. I thought. That put it within two possessions again. The way we're playing, the way we're hustling, I think this game's over. Um, I don't know if I want to hear a player say, "Yeah, I thought it was over too," but, um, <laughs> but that's what it felt like to me. I'm, uh, after you hit that, are you focused on the next play? You're not even thinking about later on down the road. Uh, I mean, of course, I got emotions running through my head. Like that's a huge shot, but it's a split second where I can like kind of sp- get back to it and get back on defense because they're coming right back at us trying to score. And luckily, we got to stop. Yeah, yeah. When it goes, when it goes two possessions like that late, all of a sudden the the the, the way the game unfolds at the end changes. You know, usually you get those yeah. one possession games that, that it kind of play off the string, you know, and uh, and all that. But then I brought in the foul situation into play, so you had to go hit some free throws and all that good stuff, and um, nailed those. But I mean, no one will talk about those free throws, but honestly, Huge. just about as big as that three was. You hit that that second free throw. Didn't even, the net didn't even move. That's how that's how money you hit the back of the hit the back of the hoop, man. It didn't even didn't even move. Um, was that when? So it was after you hit that shot. Did you get fouled in the face? There was at one point they fouled you and just it looked like they clotheslined you. Yeah, that was the next. After we got the stop, then we uh, drew up an out of bounds play, got it back, and hit me in my eye. But had to keep going. <laughs> It looked like Hulk Hogan hitting somebody with a clothesline. I thought, like, man, you <laughs> broke his neck there for a second. Yeah. Um, did you put on there a little bit? You put on, like, oh, it hurt a little more than it did? Yeah, I had I had to do a little something, like, <laughs> just to make sure I get the foul. 
It's everybody. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, um, hey, listen, we we watched a lot of App State basketball over the years, and in um, different coaches, different teams, and um, the way that that you and, and Trayvon and Jordan and, and even the other guys that maybe haven't logged as much playing time yet, it seems like the chemistry's there, man. I, I've been able to watch you guys practice a little bit before the season started, and um, personality wise, and and just chemistry wise, it looks like you guys are. Uh, we're we're really there before the season started, but now with with this, um, looks good. It looks good. It looks like the team is comfortable, and I mean, we really appreciate what you bring to the table and and what you brought to this team. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. So uh, we have um, game coming up on Tuesday, and playing Queens and Gardner Webb, and and then Asheville and Charles. Is there another game? Uh, I guess before the new year, and then conference play starts. I think on December thirtieth, play Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, um, man, we appreciate your time um, here. Um, I usually let the guests like say whatever they want to say, but um, any any final impressions of this game and, and that day and what it meant to you? Yeah, it was just a great win, man. And I just hope we get more crowds like that more often and pack out homes. Absolutely. Say, say that one more time. What do you want to hear? You want people in the stands, right? Come see us. Tell tell yeah, that nation what you want to hear. Yeah, Let's we, do it. We need everybody in the crowd. That's right. Love it. It's easy. Love it. Easy to get there. Here we go. Uh, Miles, man, we appreciate it. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show real quick. So just uh, sit tight for a second. Uh, for everybody that downloaded this episode of the Black and Gold Podcast, we appreciate it. Thanks to our sponsor, Appalachian Commercial Real Estate, for sponsoring our post-game edition. And until our – I just not even a bowl preview. Until our next episode on Wednesday, go Apps. Go Apps.